is week 116. All right. And this is called The Homo's Sex and Romance. And it's coming from the beautiful DJ A1's Instagram. Now, Aaron Mack would love to just rest his head on DJ A1's belly with one hand <laughs> on his thick chocolate legs <laughs> while DJ A1 gently caresses him with his meaty muscular chocolate arm. Now, nevertheless, one of Aaron Mack's heart protection devices is an inability to fully desire a man he knows is not available, i.e. heterosexual. And sex is not the biggest requirement on his list. His physical attraction to someone includes an ability to envision a physically romantic connection with the person as well. Now, Aaron Mack does not personally know DJ A1, so the fantasy can kind of run free to a point. Now, question, how do you prevent a deep attraction to the beautiful yet romantically unavailable even people who aren't as celebrated as DJ A1. Second question, how do you determine someone to be romantically available? Romantically unavailable. I mean, I guess I just kind of get over it. Or, I mean, because it's, I mean, it's nothing, I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing I can really do about that. I guess I would just get over it. Like, because people are attractive. People are going to always be attractive. Right. But, um, and just because I find somebody attractive don't mean I want to be sexually involved with them, though. Um, but I guess I would get over it, you know. I might think about it so much, I might dream about it, and then I'll be dying, like... <laughs> I've been dreaming to be done with it, okay? That's all right. We've all been there and done that, okay? Won't be the first time. Um, so that's the first part of the question. So I'll ask the same thing. Um, I think the best way to prevent something like that, even though they're beautiful, they're gorgeous, they're everything, they're celebrity, whatever the case may be, is think about the reality. Your reality is, can you really be with somebody of that stature, of that caliber, in that lane? Um, and if you can't, stay in your lane and figure out somebody that's in your lane that works for you, Period. Don't go outside your lane. Know your lane, and that's that. That's how I feel about that. That's how you prevent that. Sorry, Aaron. But just don't get too deep. Don't get too deep, friend. <laughs> don't get too deep in it. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Romeo on this one first. Romeo, yeah, how you prevent it? I don't have this problem. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what I have this problem. If... I've never heard of this DJ person until I got the article for, you know, until I got our show one day. But I don't know this. I can't want to be with somebody I don't know. That makes sense. Make sense. Okay. That's about it. Okay. So you see you on the same wave, you know, I get it. Okay, uh, Romeo. Calm down. Calm down. 
When one don't smoke, I'm not messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I want you to get excited. Um, Quincy, <laughs> Quincy, how do you uh, talk to us? How do you put baby? Baby, it's a, okay. So what I will think, I had there's some things that you just think about in this talk. I say first of all, my personal podcast, I talk about um sex, relationships, and mental health. I said, baby, it's called fantasy and delusion. You know, first of all, unavailable is the biggest word right there. That's not tangible. You can't have it, baby. You better choke the chicken, beat the cat, if you wanted the fantasy part. I'm then, dead. But the delusion part is, you know, this person unavailable. So why? So why? It's the why. It's the why. It's the why. It's the it's the why because it's when I look at the word delusion, it said contradict, and then when you look at the word fantasy, it's the imagery of sexual. So sexual imagery, all that. You know what to do? Beat that cat, beat that meat, and let it be over with. Don't go, let it go farther. If it go farther, it gets you a delusion. And that's all I'm saying. Breaking that. it down today, what's the what's the dictionary on my ass? Okay, okay. Last part of this question, we get to the last question. Okay, second part of this is how do you determine someone to be romantically unavailable? And that starts with you, Shy. Um, how do you? I mean, I guess just converse, conversing with them. I mean, mm-hmm. you won't really know um, unless you ask. Or, I mean, yeah. Just have a conversation. One on one. Some people alive just because they they still want to have sex, but you know who was really ever <laughs> all the way available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's oh, good thing. one. I'm gonna answer this one last, so I'm, I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna go to Romeo. Romeo, how do you determine someone to be romantically unavailable? You ask them, and here's the thing: if you can't contact them, they're not for you. Mm. If you can't contact them, ask that question. You don't need to have fantasy about it. Because it's not even a house. Well, all right. Put a stamp in it. Sign still delivered. Okay, uh, Quincy, talk to me. How do you know determine someone's romantically unavailable? I like I agree with all y'all. It's a conversation. And you know by conversation, if you talk because you at the end of the days of texting and not having fully communication, because communication, 90% of communication body language. So you're not gonna see the person unless you know the phone and actually seeing the person, you know the person action, but by texting, they're doing short texts and not really putting no interest, baby. Mm-hmm. That's a bye bye bye. It's a chop. <laughs> it's a chop, baby. Okay, I can tell the ball, bro. It's a chop. It's going about the business because you know they you know if somebody interested you because they're gonna be on the same thing in conversation. But if you know they're going okay in the one letter and that little this, you know the one sentence, the one letter <coughs> is a chop, baby. It's gone. Bam. Chop done. Okay, so my my last input to this is how do I know they're romantically unavailable? Well, they don't even know who they are for themselves. Because baby, you can't be romantically inclined to be with me if you don't even know who you are. You're still trying to find it, still trying to determine it, still look was that a stone in it, trying to figure out what language it's in. <laughs> Baby, you can keep it moving. You're not ready. You're not ready. Okay, because you don't know you. You can't be ready to know somebody else if you don't know you first. All right, cool. So last but not least, we're gonna get into this last uh, top this last question, which is you know, two or three cards from the uh from our um let's talk tonight, Ace Marifor cards. And so let's get to this. You know what I'm saying? You guys have been giving great feedback so far. So these should definitely be interesting. Aaron, Matt, take it away. Let's finish this last question. And let's do it. Let's get out of here. Is it important for you to know the number of sexual partners your significant other had? Explain. Let me go first with this question. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. Get with it. 
Maybe it don't matter because first of all, it, okay, first of all, it don't matter because why? Because that's like you, if you can answer, if you can answer, if you can ask that question, then then just make sure when they ask you that question, you could we could respond back. But it don't matter. <laughs> it don't. It really don't matter. And then at that, and may I mean I have gotten this before, and I go, well, how many do you have? Because I mean. I'm a Scorpio. My son, my moon is Scorpio. So you already know that I have done some things. I'm not going to tell you like, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> he said I live up to the name. I'm not going to say, oh, I have it not. But if you, this know that if you can ask that question to that person, that person answer, this make sure that you respond back to that question and, and tell your body count too. Bam. <laughs> Anybody else? Um, we're going to go ahead, Um, No, I don't think it's important. I don't feel like everything is for everybody. Some things you should just keep in the past. You don't have to know everything because you can potentially mess up something that's actually for you by yes. going too deep. Like if, yes. if, if that happened in the past, then that means it's not me anymore. So don't keep bringing up how many people this or how many people that because it's really none of your business. So hello, damn, Romeo. I feel like we need to conversation is important, like what's in, but the number is. Okay. And I feel like, too, like y'all said, it ain't important, baby. You're going to mess up your future thinking about the past, okay? Don't worry about what you did back then. That was just practice for the real thing right here, right now. That's all that matters, baby. I'm ready exactly. for what's here right now. That's exactly. my explanation. Cool. All right, let's do another car, Aaron. Let's get it. How would you describe your spending habits? Mm. Somebody what? else first. <laughs> Somebody else. I don't even know. I just know that I'm getting by, praise the Lord. <laughs> say I it, Sean. You really I say it, Sean. Like, all right, well, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing when you have different streams of, in, you know, income of some sorts. Because Come on, boss. Sometimes you just want what you want, and the price shouldn't matter. <laughs> If I didn't have to look at my bank account, I wouldn't. I'd just be buying everything. Come on. That's like, the way it should be. What's spending habits? Why? Does that exist? Ooh, <laughs> trouble. All right, now. Uh-oh, Romeo got something to say. I see it. Go ahead. I'll be honest. I feel like I'm going to put in my bag. So, like, I don't. I'm the kind of person. I'm the honest. I feel like if you ask me about my money, you kind of do it. Good one. Like, I'm going to have to come clean me in my life. I'm good, so we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. Okay, Chrissy, talk to the people about this now. All I got to say is I bought on a budget, and baby, I, I am not the Joneses. Just call me Ball-Isha, Renisha, Ball-Isha. <laughs> and that's in the correct question. That's in that answer. And thank you for the category of that, <laughs> of that question. Well, all right. It was said, done, and 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 and, uh, and put out there, right? So with me, my spending habit is priorities first, and then everything else I went after. Um, I do take care of my priorities because I do have a daughter, um, and so priorities first, and then the turn up is real. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I ultimately want to be like Michael Jackson one day and walk in and buy one of everything when I feel like it. Close them all down. One day I'm gonna be that. It's gonna be me one day. But until then, um. On the budget, making it happen the way I need to. Priorities mm-hmm. first. All right, cool. <laughs> awesome. Aaron Mack, talk to me. All right. And we'll do 
card we're doing really well on time so we might get to all four but this card is what is the craziest thing you've ever done oh um eight kangaroo i lived in australia for three months and i ate kangaroo that's the craziest thing i ever done well the craziest thing um uh, Just a collection of craziness, right? <laughs> so, is it my turn? Yeah. So, the craziest thing I ever did, so, you um, I'm a person, I'm down for the sugar honey iced tea with a capital S. So I was, I'm still doing it, and I still want to be a sex therapist. So my friends, they all, we in a group, and we all talk about this, and we talk about everything. It's the ideology and outside sex. But one day, our mentor said, y'all need to go to this party. They didn't tell them what kind of party it was. They need to go to it, and they be prepared. So I never heard the word scat was. I was like, what is scat? I looked it up. I said, we going to a poop party? People like this? I said, okay, let's go. I've already dressed down, making sure that, and I bought some pudding, whatever. Like I said, I'm not doing whatever. When we went up in there, it, and at that, I'm like, y'all are really privileged. We went to a Hilton. They had about, they had like three suites, running out, and a couple of rooms. Like, uh, they had almost a whole hallway, like a whole um, hallway to themselves. When we went in, baby, baby, I seen two girls in one cup. I seen... <laughs> I was saying, if this is me, I don't put it at them. My friend laughed. What you doing? I said, it's pudding. Like, I'm going to act like I'm doing something. So I made it where my little outfit had like a little hole, and I put pudding behind my butt. This to uh, act like I, it was poop, but I was throwing pudding at them. So my, oh, my goodness. I thought, y'all really into this. And I'm going to study this like and ask them questions like, so what is it about poop? Is it smell? Is it the, you know, the feeling? The woman would tell me it's invigorating. It helps my skin. I, it's like a Botox thing. I said, baby, okay. The man said, I love getting it for a woman because it's healthy. It's, it's nutritious. You know, you can get nutrition from your poop. I said, that's bad. And that's part that's coming out you that's trying to What's the truth about this? But hey, I was down for it. So <laughs> the scat party was. Well, I'm, I'm right now for that story, okay? <laughs> you said I've been there, done that, and this is what it is, okay? <laughs> exactly. Uh, that was definitely an explanation. Um, 
I never heard of that though. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, okay. Um, some of us were in film, but you know, thank you. That was a great show, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this and making it happen. Um, before we leave, you know, just let the people know where to find you. So you know that you know they want to say something else, you know, to reach out to you, they can do that. So we're gonna start with you, Shy. Let people know where to find you so they you know. Um, um this is week one sixteen, by the way. Week one sixteen, so you guys know. Go ahead. Um I'm in Baltimore. You can follow my Instagram at five, which is the number five underscore the artist. Bam, just like that. And Uber, get her some supplies, okay? Stop <laughs> playing. <laughs> of course, um, so our special guest in the building, let the people know where to find you all that good stuff. If you follow me on Instagram, it's RB Lockwood. I probably will not Uh huh. And Quincy, let the people know where to find you as well. Well, you can find me at the That's my business page. Um, that business page shows everything about me. And also, you can find the show at The Will Life Show on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, and in that, in our bio, in the bio, in our um, pages, you click on it. It has all our links, our personal links, my links, and everybody else's. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Yes, if you want to find them, guys, please. They're going to have a one on one interview. So they'll be able to tell you more about all of that good stuff. I'm at Troy Weeks Music, W E E K E S at Troy Mix Music on everything. And we are right here at Verse TV. Um, you can find us on anywhere. You can Google Verse TV. Find us, please like, comment, subscribe. And this was week 116. Thank you for all of those listeners out there that are tuning to us in all those countries all over the world. And I will see you guys next week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, and uh, you guys have a great interview. It's going to be serious. All right. And you're now tuning into what? The Homos Talk Show on Verse TV. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Troy Mix Music. Hey everybody, this is Shad. My name is Quincy. Right here on Verse TV, it's week 116. Right here on Verse TV, it's week 116.